You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, what's up? I'm former Bills receiver Stevie Johnson, and you listening to Nate and the fellas on the Circle in the Wagon podcast. There's only one way to roll, and that's through the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills, baby. Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times. Here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another off-season episode of Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I am your host, Nate. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, we are less than a week until the Super Bowl, and we have a bunch of fun topics to talk about. The Super Bowl matchup between the Eagles and the Chiefs, uh, Brady's retirement, um, and some interesting Brady-Belichick conversation. And hopefully we have time to talk about some Buffalo Bills analysis from a national perspective from a really cool uh, uh, fantasy writer for the NFL Network. But first, I'm joined by my co-host. Oh, wait. No, before I'm joined by my co-host, John and Mike, this episode is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. If you're in the western New York or central New York area, uh, do yourselves a favor. Check out the uh, Delago Resort and Casino. Um, it's a really cool place if you are going to make a bet in the area. Um, I definitely recommend it. Um, I'll probably make a stop there at some point this week and uh, and check it out because it's always fun there. And then, you know, just take the hold on to the ticket while I'm uh, watching the game at home uh, with uh, with friends, family, whatever it is. So uh, I'm joined by my co-hosts, John and Mike, in this episode. And fellas, John, I'll start with you. How are you doing? I know last time we talked, it was only a week or so out from the Bills-Bengals game. Um, we didn't realize even at that time that we knew that the, the Chiefs were the ones going to the Super Bowl. Uh, but how are you feeling as a Bills fan? Are you optimistic? Are you just kind of like still getting over that, that loss? Or are you just kind of like in... in purgatory or something of uh just i don't really have a thought one way or the other at this point uh i'm definitely very mixed um half the time i'm optimistic half the time like they need these things and it's gonna be hard and i don't know i don't i'm I'm hoping that i'll be able to you know like watch the super bowl enjoy it and you know put those thoughts aside and go eagles right yeah, yeah, we're definitely going to get about if you're rooting for the Chiefs or the Eagles, for sure. But, Mike, about you, how's it going? Um, a week after our last podcast, in a better place, in a good place with the Buffalo Bills, or is it just moving on and just looking for a good game for the Super Bowl? Yeah, I think the latter, Nate, looking forward to a good game. Um, and it, it didn't – two years ago when we lost the 13-second game, right, to the Chiefs, like that stung for a long, long time. This one, it never felt like – we were 
close, like on the cusp. So it's kind of, for me, it's just like, enjoy the rest of them. We'll see you for training camp. Yeah, I always, in, yeah, exactly. I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm with both of you guys. I have mixed emotions like John. And then at the same time, like I'm just going to enjoy the game just so much more this year than last season. But I think the Super Bowl is always an interesting time as a Bills fan to kind of look at these teams that made it to this level, which we were hoping that we would get to the last few years, and see what these teams have that maybe the Buffalo Bills don't have. Like, I think with the with the Bengals, it was obvious that, like, they just have more weapons than the Buffalo Bills. Um, I mean, they just they have more weapons than most teams. And then, you know, then the Chiefs ended up winning that game. So then it'll be like, well, the Chiefs are setting a script for how to go to a Super Bowl and potentially win a Super Bowl when your franchise quarterback is at their peak salary, right? Like, because Patrick Mahomes is now in that, like, 40-plus million-dollar year salary level that Josh Allen will be in this next season for the first time and everything going from there. So, like, it can be done because a lot of the other teams, if you think about it, every every other team had a quarterback that was on a rookie deal besides the Chiefs. So Jalen Hurts is still on a rookie deal. Joe Burrow is still on a rookie deal. Um, I know Brock Purdy was a seventh-round pick. Uh, but anyway, still, it's it's interesting to see that team that has a, a franchise quarterback in place. And I think that's what I'm going to say uh, this week. So let's go Let's go right into this. Um, I put a poll up on Twitter. Um, you know, what are Bills fans going to root for, the Eagles or the Chiefs? I'll start off with you, John. It sounds like you're... From what you already mentioned, you're already gung ho, Eagles. Is it just because are you tired of seeing Patrick Mahomes make three out of the last four Super Bowls, which is kind of like it's almost like a Brady like sort of streak right there? Three out of the last four. He hasn't won three out of the last four, but he's been there. So um, you're Eagles all the way, NFC team. I don't want to see Patrick Mahomes get another Super Bowl. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> good, good, awesome. Thanks. <laughs> exactly. Glad I got that right, Mike. Like your I agree Eagles with you guys, like going into it, um, but I truly don't care that much. So I think in that scenario, it's like if one team gets down by 10, you inevitably end up pulling for the underdog because you like that misery to cloak yourself in <laughs> so you can remain perennially unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing I love more. Nothing makes me happier than finding a way to be unhappy. But one out of time. <laughs> 50... They they do come back like we have seen some really good Super Bowls. Um, just the Chiefs when they won, right? They were they were down big and they came back in dramatic fashion. So it's, it's just fun as a viewer. Um, I don't want to see it forty to nothing, right? I want to see back and forth and and some drama. Who did they beat in that Super Bowl? I can't even remember. It feels like a lifetime ago. Do you remember? I don't even remember who they were down to. <laughs> That's Was it sad. the Niners? Yes, it must have been. Hold on. And I think it was like midway through the fourth, or, yep. right? Like midway over, through the fourth, they were down ten over the forty ers and Mahomes brought them all. Like, and I, it's like same exact situation. Um, it was Mahomes and Allen. It felt like at the time, and you don't going into the game, you don't want to see him win, but you just you love the underdog story and the flair for the dramatic. So, like at that point, I think it was pulling for the Chiefs. Like, wow, could could this happen? Yeah, I agree with you. So if it stays within a score. I'm going to be rooting for the Eagles, but if the Eagles go up by 14, I mean, I, I'm still going to want them to win, but um, maybe I'll be pulling for the Chiefs to bring it in closer. But I think at the end of the day, no matter what, I want the Chiefs to win. I want it to be a close game, but in in the end, I still want the Chiefs to win. Eagles? John, do you do you like that? I'm sorry, yeah, the Eagles. <laughs> Thank you. Brain fart. 
John, are you Eagles no matter what, or if the Eagles go up, you know, 10 points, 14 points? John does not appreciate nuance, Nate. You know that. He can't predict how he'll feel in the future. (laughs) Nate, I live play to play. (laughs) That's the most nuanced way of thinking ever, Mike. I think you should take that back. (laughs) He can say all he wants. I prefer to be a good game to watch, but still, I'm still going to root for the Eagles either way. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be the worst thing if you saw the Chiefs lose like 50 to nothing. I mean, I'm just going to put that out there. If it's like, a there's good, worse if it's things a that could happen, then sure. <laughs> <laughs> they really almost scored on that last drive for the first time in the fourth quarter. Man, it was close. Um, yeah, I. The Eagles at this point right now, the Eagles are one and a half point favorites. Um, the over-under is 50.5 points. Um, if you had to guess what um, what side Bill's Mafia is going to be on, I mean, you guess. It's it's right with you guys, right? Right with all of us. Chiefs, Chiefs, 86%. I did a poll on Twitter. Who will you be rooting for in the Super Bowl? Eagles won at 86%. Chiefs at 14%. Um, there's would, some really I would, interesting. I would have guessed, guessed 90s. 90% something. 90s? Yeah, yeah it's interesting. Um I, I would have thought it would be a lot more too. I would have thought nobody would want the Chiefs, to be honest. But maybe there's just some fan, maybe the Chiefs fans got into the uh, the Twitter poll. But uh, but Trevor brings up a, a really good point. Is he says and these are these are some of the uh, comments under the tweet under the poll. He said Sirianni is from my dad's hometown. He means Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni is from my dad's hometown, which he means Jamestown. Might as well give Western New York a win somehow. He said it's funny. Wait wait wait. Why am I getting all these comments? <laughs> oh, there it is. Twitter, the new Twitter. Thanks, thanks, Elon. Uh, a lot of people looking for the where's where's the neither option. Where's the um, I don't care. Where's the none of the above option? <laughs> I'm rooting for good pizza and wings by Voiceover Nick. I need need a my squares option by Charles Dendecker. Um, yeah, a lot of none of the aboves. That's that's a good point. I mean, that's what Mike said, right? Like it. Doesn't matter as much. I just hope both teams have fun. Neither go Bills. I'm rooting for the commercials. <laughs> yeah. Mike from Buffalo writes, unpopular opinion. I don't hate the Chiefs. When Casey traded up with us to get Mahomes, the Bills fan in me accepted that it would probably haunt us. LOL. That's funny. Mike in Buffalo. Is that your is that your burner co-host, Mike? <laughs> let's see if this. Let's see if Mike in Buffalo looks anything like our our Mike. Well, first of all, he looks about ten years younger potentially. Why would you say that? No, definitely not. <laughs> he looks well. He's got a high school picture, <laughs> right? Looks like a child. His mom looks like Aunt Becky from Full House. Is that his mom? I don't know. I don't know him. <laughs> looks like that one right here. Yeah. <laughs> that's another. That's his mom, probably. Right? No, you're right. That might be his mom. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, she does look like. It. You mean the hot Aunt Becky from Full House? <laughs> it's funny. I knew exactly who you were talking about. You're like, oh, the hottest one there? Yeah, that's what Mike's talking about. The reason you watch the show. <laughs> if Mike from Buffalo is listening, he'd be like, are they saying my mom's hot? It's like, no, we're just hoping it's your aunt, Mike. So that's a, it's okay. <laughs> that's funny. I thought it was like some – just let her know that we think it's uh, – we think she might be in high school <laughs> too. Uh, anyway, so, so yeah, Bills fans rooting for the Eagles there. Not much to say about that. If you guys had to guess, so like, I always find this more interesting, especially because 
betting is legal in New York State. We just talked about the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Um, the Eagles are favored by one and a half points. And for some reason, in my head, like I think that's a great line. I think I think that the the Chiefs are gonna, I think the Eagles are going to win this game by at least six points. For some reason, I have this feeling, and I think it's just because. The Chiefs have kind of limped through the playoffs. Like, they just barely beat the Jaguars. They just barely beat the Bengals. And the Eagles have mostly been steamrolling teams. Like, they're a team that feels like they're on a destiny. And they have a really good defense. And they have a really potent offense. I think that's just... I think they're a better version of the Bengals, to be honest. Like, I think that they're, they they have For- a really good quarterback. Maybe not as good, but they have a better offensive line. And they have a great pass rush, so... For as good as the Eagles are, I think they have lucked out a lot of times on what quarterback they end up facing. Um, a lot of quarterbacks have been injured and, and things like that. I think it's going to be closer. I think whichever team wins, it'll be like one to six points. Interesting. So I'm the only one thinking that, Mike, Mike, John brings up some good points. I mean, facing against Brock Purdy, an injured Brock Purdy and Josh Johnson isn't the same as facing Joe Burrow and uh, Trevor Lawrence. Daniel Jones isn't quite the same, right? I just feel like the Eagles have just like this complete team, you know, like front to back. They just seem like they just like they have the the great quarterback and the star wide receiver and the good run game and the good defense yeah, and don't, pass rush. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, I'll probably place a bet on the Eagles, but I don't think it's going to be by they're going to win by a ton. I think that the, the Chiefs, with them winning over the Bengals, like they showed that they could finally get pressure against that Bengals crappy offensive line. Like, I think I mentioned this maybe last week, or if I didn't, I tweeted it for sure, is that in one drive, the Chiefs had more sacks than the Bills did against the Bengals the entire game. Like, that's how the Bills should have played against that terrible Bengals offensive line, and they got pushed around, like, all game. So, like, I think that that needs to get taken into account, too. Like, they just barely won and they were getting great pressure on Joe Burrow. So, like, imagine if they had a halfway decent offensive line. I don't think that game goes in the Chiefs' favor, to be honest. I think Joe Burrow has a lot more time, and I think that they're fine. So I guess I'm trying to use all this logic that doesn't really make sense on any given Sunday, but in my opinion, I think I think the Eagles had the most sacks this year by a long stretch. Yeah, that's, that's correct. I think they were scaring the record if they... That I wasn't sure what they ended up with, but I, I know that it was it was a ton. They were they were seventy seventy sacks in twenty twenty two. Guess who was number two though? Shows you how important pass rush is. I'll give you a hint. It's not Buffalo. The Chiefs. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> Chiefs. It is the Chiefs. Didn't even need to give a hint. <laughs> Good job, Mike. Chiefs. The Bills are. Jeez. Probably like 20. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. 14, 15. 15. 15th on the list. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. 
so you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. So, yeah, not a great password. So, Eagles, Chiefs, Patriots, Cowboys. Interesting. But, yeah, they. they mean, I mean, so the, obviously the Chiefs are up there. It's just the Eagles are so good. I don't know. And I like what you said, John, because, you know, the NFC just isn't as talented as the AFC. You know, it's just like there's good teams. Don't get me wrong. Like there's but there's just like so many more good teams in the AFC, so many good quarterbacks in the AFC. So anyway, that's the way I think. I think it'll be an under, though. I don't think that it'll be over 50 and a half points. I read something that like the under has been doing so well in the NFL season, in the playoffs that like. I think it was the wild card weekend was the first time the over like hit on like three out of four games or something like that or hit on most of the games, which is rare, which was rare. So um, I would go under. People are betting on that. That's that's the way I would go. Do not uh, take your gambling advice from me. Please do some reading or listen to some podcasts as I'll be doing. But uh, for some reason, I have that in my head. Eagles yeah. and co- I, covering. I never, I never I never go for over under. I I, I always pick wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Well, but, John, John, you were the the best out of the three of us at betting f- football. I mean, it was last year when we did our rumblings pick'em league based on you know the the spread. You were way better than Mike and I. And I eventually abandoned my formula altogether. I'm just like I'm going to bet against what I think I should be betting on, just to hope to make up some ground. <laughs> and uh, so you you see that line, and what you know, what does your gut tell you? What does John's gambling gut tell him? I like that little alliteration, gambling gut. I think it's a good line. I think it could really go either way is is what my gut's telling me. Um, I think the first half will probably be – I think there will be more scoring in the second half. I think there will be adjustments made on both offenses. Will be, But, like, it's, it's hard to say. Like, I think it's a good line. It could be close to that. So you really don't have one way or the other? No? No. Cop out. Mike? <laughs> don't know. It is a good line. Uh, but you know what? The line was at two, John. Just so you know, it was at two, and it moved to one and a half because people were betting uh, betting more, obviously, in which direction? They're betting more Chiefs, so it's moving towards the Chiefs line. Did the over-under move? That I don't know. I, I'm with you, though. I don't like to bet the over-under all the time, very rarely. Because I, I think I bet the, uh, the Chiefs-Bengals game for sure I thought was going to go over 48 and a half or whatever it was. Ended up being forty three. <laughs> it's like each of their games went to like sixty points or so. The last couple of them, so yeah. I don't like the over under anymore. I bet like the under on. I can't even remember which two teams were playing, but it was like it's supposed to be a super windy game and whatever. And of course, it went over and like <laughs> like stuff like that, right? Like it's like ugh. yeah, yeah. Mike, one and a half points for the Eagles. To me, I think it's a slam dunk. John thinks it's it's too close to call. No idea. We could be talking about this next week. Okay. All right. Well, that was a fun segment. Thanks. <laughs> okay. No idea. All right. I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to go over. Boom. Going against. You're going to go over on the points. Yeah. I'm going to go under on the points in the Eagles to to win by two or more points. I'm going to go over in Eagles. So over you you are going to go Eagles. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I like that. We'll we'll talk about next week, maybe, and and see where we where we stand up. But I'd be curious to see what uh what the what people are are talking about because the experts are are leaning that way too. So let's see. Okay, let's go into the next topic real quick. Um, I just blow through this one. Uh, Brady's retirement. Tom Brady announced his retirement for like the tenth time this last week. Um, officially retiring, quote unquote, officially retiring, um, and it just kind of brings brings up the struggle internally I have as a Bills fan, and I think you guys can relate, I think a lot of the listeners can relate, is that we grew up hating Brady and Belichick for so long and the Patriots because, you know, they would beat us for most of 20 years, right? Like, it was very rare that we we would win against them. I mean, I feel like we can all remember the times that they did beat them in that 20-year stretch because there were so few of them. Um there was, I believe it was three times in 20 years, and then one of those wins was against the Patriots' backup quarterbacks in, like, week 16 because the Patriots already claimed the number one seed, right? So, I mean, really twice in 20 years? So, anyway, I don't know how you guys feel, but, like, as a Bills fan, watching Brady go to the box, like, I, he's just a more likable guy. Like, everything he does on social media, everything he does... Like it just it just seems more likable. He just seems like a normal person instead of like a robot under Belichick's control, uh, with the Patriot way and all that garbage. Like I was happy to see. I didn't necessarily want him to win a Super Bowl, but like I was happy to see him win one without the Patriots because it felt like it was more of an indictment on him being better than Belichick or whatever. So uh, I guess it comes down to, in your opinion, and I did a poll of this on Twitter as well. Who is more unlikable, in your opinion, Tom Brady or Bill Belichick? You have to choose between one of those two people. Who do you like? You can you can not like both of them, but which one do you like less? And Mike, I'll start with you on this one. Uh, Brady or Belichick, 20 years of torture as a Bills fan, never being able to win the AFC East, never making it to the playoffs while they were there. Or maybe they did. No, not while they were both together. Oh, no, they did make the wild card at the very end. But, Mike, who do you like less? Belichick. Who do you hate more? Yeah. I think he's Why more Belichick? ornery with the press conferences, the cheating scandals, multiple. With Brady now, it's almost like he's bigger than a team. Uh, Belichick, it's certainly just the Patriots. With Brady, as you as you alluded to, it's we've seen him in Tampa for three years. We'll see him somewhere else. Um <laughs> You mean in a broadcast booth or with another team? Just anywhere, on a crypto commercial. I don't know. Like, it's just... <laughs> right, whereas Belichick, it's just the Patriots and destroying us. So, And obviously, we grew up with the Goonies, and he looks... Belichick looks just like the mother from the Goonies. <laughs> so just on a lot Does, of levels. What was their names? The Cap- the Caprellos? The, the... Hold on, I'm looking it up on IMDb. Fratelli's. That's what it is. The Fratelli's. He looks like Ma- Mama Fratelli. <laughs> that's good. She was also what? She was like also in Throw Mama from the Train, I think, with Jane DeVito. That was a good one. Not as not as memorable as Goonies, but also good. You're right. You're right. He does he does resemble her in demeanor and looks. <laughs> John, John, who do you who do you like? Who do you hate more? Like less? Tom Brady or Mama Fratelli? Brady's just so whiny when every little thing that doesn't go his way or yelling at like offensive linemen or whatever like it's just it's just too much don't you think though 
and, I agree and, with and you. He, and he's I, a cheater, just like Belichick. So, like, that's a wash. They were both part of the whole cheating scandals together, it felt like. So, uh, the thing I, I, I agree with you, John. Like, I don't like that. Like, even to this, you know, to age 45 or however old he was, he was still doing that and getting the calls. But, like, he was still doing that and getting the calls, right? Like, you would he would stop doing that if he wasn't getting the calls, you know? Maybe, I, I don't know if he would stop doing that. Reminds you of, like, a soccer player taking a dive, right? Like, and just being like, come on, like, well, where's the where's the card on that one, right? It's very frustrating to watch. Yeah, and, like, you see refs, fan. like, you know, helping him up or shaking his hand in between plays. Like, what are you doing? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Too much. No, I, I, I don't like it. Straightening his jock strap for him while he's uh, he's getting up. Is this good? Is this good, Mister Brady, sir? Yeah, it's... yeah. They may as well have been handing him a hundred dollar bill on like. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm I'm more I'm more of the Belichick is more unlikable in this scenario only because everything that that Mike mentioned, but like I think I just. There's something about like Tom Brady. It was just felt like he was when he was out of like I feel I feel as if we've all known somebody who's been like in a bad relationship and not a bad relationship meaning like necessarily abusive or whatever, but like they took maybe the personality of the person that they were with. So then when they got out of that relationship, you're just like, oh, so this is the friend. Now I remember this person. You know, whether it's a guy or a girl. Oh yeah, this is like ah, I miss this person. Right? Like this is. This is how I feel like maybe Tom Brady was, even though I felt like he was completely in line with everything that was going on at the at the time in New England. I'm sure he was completely fine with everything, but uh, all the cheating and whatnot. I don't know. I just ever since that he's just been likable. Maybe he's just been able to be himself more or whatnot. But yeah, I think he's got you brainwashed, <laughs> dude. I fell for it. I've drank the Kool Aid. Then I don't. I don't hate him. Like there was a, there was a story just recently that came up on. Uh, social media where he quietly volunteered at a pet shelter, an animal shelter, every weekend to help, you know, folks, uh, you know, help clean the kennels and do this stuff and help get these dogs adopted and stuff like that. And I'm just like, man, like, not only do I not hate him, like, I kind of, maybe I like Tom Brady. Like, he did that with his kids. It was a bonding experience with his children. Why don't like, you just go marry him? <sighs> you know, <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, I don't have to marry the guy, you know, just become, you know, BFFs with him. But, like, it was just, like, you don't do that if you're a bad person, do you? Like, I mean, do you donate and volunteer your time to a cause that seems to be, you know, I don't know. Maybe you do. Maybe it doesn't matter. Nah, Maybe I just showed up good for PR. the picture and then left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and then, like, have this other person write a – the person that works at the shelter, give them 500 bucks and have them, like – Write a social media post on it, right? He probably like, is a stunt double that does that kind of stuff for him. <laughs> uh, like I said, I drank the Kool-Aid. I believe it. He could be the best magician on earth, and uh, I fall for it every time. Um, so Twitter, let's let's see what uh, what Bills fans think. By the way, um, I know we've mentioned this before, but like we have a check mark now. We pay for Twitter Blue. We don't like. It. We're not like an actual official anything, um, but a hundred percent true that if you get twitter blue like more people see your tweets like we have almost twenty one thousand fans or followers on twitter which you know which is really cool but like our, even when we were at twenty thousand or nineteen thousand like our reach was never this far like if you want a farther reach like get twitter blue like i don't know how much better it's going to be but like this the last few 
polls I just mentioned, like the other one was like 1,400 votes. This one has over 2,000 votes. Like we would maybe get like eight or 900 votes on like a good day for any Twitter poll. So I think the reach is just there with Twitter blue. Anyway, that aside, who is more unlikable? Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. Uh, Bill Belichick is the winner. 68.8% of fans think they rather they hate Bill Belichick more than they hate Tom Brady. Um, sports guy, though, some interesting comments right back. And, and the, the other thing is, like, I can't really, as an adult, hate either of them a lot because all they did was beat us, right? Like, I mean, that's that's what they did. Like, they didn't they didn't do anything completely. Like, they didn't even pull an Eli Apple like specifically against us that I can remember. Like we would, we would go so far as like Tom Brady doesn't really like the hotels in Buffalo. Oh, how could he say that? It's just like, well, yeah. Like when you're a multi multi million dollar superstar athlete who's dating or married to Giselle. Like, yeah, maybe the 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 downtown, um, you know, Marriott courtyard isn't as good as the ones in Boston or you know in California where you're from, or in Europe or Germany or Munich or whatever she's from. You know, like that's maybe he had a point. You know, so. Um, I the older I get, the more I'm like, how can I hate someone for beating us the all time? I didn't like it. I definitely didn't like it at the time. But what were they supposed to do? <laughs> not beat us? They could have not cheated. <laughs> that's that's too much. That's too much, John. That wasn't going to happen. So Judith writes. Judith, she says he's a he's a piece of crap, sore loser that acts like a two year old. She's talking about Tom Brady. At least Bella cheat is decent and congratulatory to Sean and Josh. Bill Strong. I wouldn't say that. I think I feel like I remember uh, after the Patriots Bills playoff game, him not being super psyched about that. So Carl S G Go Bills writes Brady post Patriots. So yeah, that's kind of what I'm talking about. A lot of people looking for a. They both suck. Neither. Aaron says he says I never did hate Brady. Wow, it's impressive. Brian Brian McKelvey writes. That's a tough one. See Brian. That's why I put it on. Uh, that's why I put it to a poll view from an account you muted should i view this one i muted this account should i should i view this tweet i feel like people they're gonna be like ctw sucks (laughs) oh yeah that's the reason why i muted this person (laughs) it'd be nice Uh, if it told you why you muted originally i remember why i muted this person because all they do is troll Uh, this (laughs) this person specifically i i muted them for this response they said i recently learned tb12 was 33 in three against the Bills. I'm sorry they hurt you. And I thought that was funny. And then I looked at like their Twitter account and all of all of their tweet replies were like just trolling everybody, Bills fans and other fans of like other sports. And it's just like, okay, that's your brand. Adam writes, you would like Brady if he was on your team. I think you tolerate Belichick if he's your coach. Very true. You can't tell me, John, you cannot tell me if you went, if you had tom brady on your team that you wouldn't have also liked him you would have just hated him just because he cheated or whatever you would have found a way to like him that's that's not the poll question the poll question was who do you hate more belichick or brady true i loved it when the when the bills traded for drew Bledsoe. Uh, i, I thought, thought was, we got the better deal right? i thought it was fantastic i love drew Bledsoe. i wish we had traded for tom brady <laughs> man too well, bad let's, they let's, really... let's let's not get crazy <laughs> let's not go too Ed writes, I hated Tom Brady twice a year, and that's it. With the Bills being bad, I looked forward to great football whenever I could get it. He was the best. I, You guys agree, both have to agree that Tom Brady is the best quarterback to play the game, right? Like it, that's, I feel like that goes without question. It used to be Joe Montana. 
you know, no, some not argue, at all. Not at all. Big fat John, asterisks. What, John, this is just it's it's the asterisk. So it's because he cheated. No, That's I got, why you. I gotta you gotta have Johnny Unitas, Joe Montana, Otto Graham, like those guys. Definitely wait uh, up on top there. Dirk Dinkler, like all the famous. No, I'm just kidding. I just put that one up. <laughs> it's from Boogie Nights. <laughs> I couldn't remember any good ones. This tweet is from an account you muted. I guess I'm not going to read that one. <laughs> Todd Kibbe writes, they are both the spawn of Satan, so both. <laughs> Rasmus Dahlin Norris Winner writes, I'm going Brady only because he became a little more tolerable after going to Tampa. Screw Belichick forever. Oh, very true. True. That's kind of where I stand. That's that's where I wanted to go. So this is this is... This is where I'm going to leave um, the podcast uh, this episode, this week um, before the Super Bowl, is that we have a really interesting um, Twitter thread that we want to read through next week that's going to have to do with the Buffalo Bills and kind of where we're going to start this next, the off-season, the true off-season podcast. This was more just like news and notes. There wasn't a whole lot of news for the Buffalo Bills. I mean, they fired their safeties coach. Who cares? The seven Bills went to the Pro Bowl. Two of which were offensive, three of which were offensive linemen, which is kind of crazy considering we've kind of railed on the the offensive line <laughs> since the Bengals game. But I think this Twitter thread kind of puts everything into perspective. Things that we've been talking about as a theme um, for the last few weeks, at least the second half of this last season, going into the postseason. So it's going to be an interesting topic, and I think we're really going to start putting into perspective where we see the Bills' biggest needs. We're going to start talking biggest needs. We're going to start talking about free agents that are going to be leaving. Um, we're going to talk about, you know, uh, which free agents do you want to keep? Which ones do you want to let go? Which of these players could be a huge cap savings? And do you want to get rid of them? There's going to be a lot of fun conversation. Um, but I think next week we're going to try to do a Twitter space after the Super Bowl just to get your guys' thoughts on uh, the Super Bowl, whether you like the outcome or didn't like the outcome, you like the officiating, you didn't like the officiating. Um, so I plan on, on doing a Twitter space after the Super Bowl on next Sunday. I'm going to have Joe Valerio on the podcast on Friday at some point, Friday afternoon, Friday morning or whatever, and I'll post that like Friday evening, Friday afternoon. So ex-Chiefs offensive lineman Joe Valerio, he's been on the podcast several times to talk about the Bills-Chiefs divisional uh, playoff uh, preview the season before last. Um, then he also did a preview of the Week 6 uh, Bills-Chiefs game this past season. Um, just a really cool, fun guy to talk to. He played with Joe Montana. I'm going to have a lot of fun questions to ask him um, this upcoming week. But uh, lots to look forward to, guys. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Circling the Wagons. Um, Mike and John, any final thoughts before we ended on this one? We're, we're all rooting for the, the Eagles and uh, hoping it's somewhat of a good game, but the Eagles still come out on top. John, I saw uh, a commercial that was going to have uh, the Breaking Bad guys back together again. You'll have to watch out for it. Just for like, is are you saying like for a series or like the commercial? The commercial. Or the commercial. Got it. Whatever, man. <laughs> Take what well, you can I get. I specifically like, said a commercial. I wasn't like, oh, John, guess what? I wasn't sure because in the back of my mind, like they have all these like reboots coming. Like Night Court is back out again. Like in all these other shows, it's like it is. What? Night yeah, Court is no Breaking yes. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Night Court is pretty damn good. Dude, Come Better on. Call Saul isn't even Night Court. Like that would have to be like if what was that? What was that kid's name that was? Uh, Aaron Paul's friend Beaver or Woodchuck or whatever his name was. 
Which his, like, <laughs> wood, his meth head friend in uh, in Breaking Bad. Badger, Remember man. what I'm talking about? Badger, thank you. <laughs> if Badger had a spin off, that would be like the Night Court. <laughs> beaver. Believe <laughs> uh, it's a Beaver. Nice. <laughs> of course. Beaver. Beaver, Badger, Badger, they're both rodents that begin with the letter B. Thank you. All right. So, John, have you tried their tequila? Dos Hombres tequila? No. I feel like I want to. If there's ever great marketing, it's having those two guys on the cover of a bottle. Let me know how it is. I I, yeah, I probably won't <laughs> buy it. It's probably way too expensive. It's probably $100 a bottle. If anyone has get, tried it, they though, get $99. Reach out to us <laughs> <laughs> John doesn't uh, go for gimmicks, Nate. <laughs> like you and I. <laughs> John's so much smarter with his money. <laughs> I'm like, put a Bills player on a on a label. Be like, I'll try that. So that's, it's, it's twice as much as anything else. It's probably twice as good as anything else too. Nope. Well, tastes like the bats. <laughs> cool. So we ended our podcast last week with the conspiracy theory. So this week we're talking about Breaking Bad. Thank you guys all so much for listening. Appreciate you guys sticking with us. So for John. Go Bills. For Mike. Go Bills. Look for that commercial. (laughs) For me, Nate, go Bills. Petty Nate is in full effect. So I say fly, Eagles, fly this weekend. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to the Circling the Wagons podcast. Download and subscribe to us in your favorite podcast service. Email us at ctwpod at gmail.com. That's Charlie Tango Whiskey Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ctwpod. And most importantly, go Bills! Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, mate. <laughs> Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. 
It's no wonder the Fundrise Flagship Fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise Flagship Fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com slash Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise Flagship Fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com slash Flagship. This is a paid advertisement. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.